single Saturday on these airwaves. Citizen Watch. My name's Casey Steve, the voice of your valley on Merced's News Talk 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOS. That's for you, Marilyn. Every single Saturday, every single Saturday, brand new content, usually. And today is April, April 25th. April 25th, 420 on Monday. Boy, the city council meeting, uh, <laughs> Merced City Council meeting, virtual. Tell you what, they were happy, happy, happy over there. Uh, unfortunately, well, of course, they were still on that, uh, on the, uh, well, the, the airport grant. You know, unfortunately, I got to get out of this. What song do I have? Oh, that could work. Anyway, uh, the airport grant went from $16.7 million to three point four. That was disappointing. Funny how Costa... Man, they could get a hold of him. Uh, <laughs> he was all over that $17 million. Hey, look what I did. No, you didn't do anything. You were just there. You you were the one that wanted to impeach 45, remember? He needs to be removed. He's a criminal. A criminal. And yet when $17 million came through, hey, look what I did. Look what I did. Me, 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 me. But when it was cut to 3.4, Jimmy, what happened? Hello? Hello? Maybe a little, I don't know, maybe he's harvesting already. You know, he's a farmer. I mean, not not Vos, no. No almonds. What does he do? That old pickup in the ad? Anyway, uh, he'll be going up against Mr. Cookingham in uh, November. Now, I got news for you about the election. Hot off the, uh, hot off the county press. It's not official, but it's official. Come on. It's, if you can't read the tea leaves in the, uh, in the Snapple bottle by now, well, I've got news for you, folks. Here it is. November, California, all elections, the whole thing, every ballot mail-in. That's right, VBM, vote by mail. That's how it's going to go. No more election day voting at polling places. None. Now, you've heard, if you didn't hear, community conversations at 7 this morning with your guest host, me, interviewed Barbara Levy, and uh, I had no idea. You know, I'm I'm looking on the schedule. We just had an election. Not that we don't like interviewing Barbara Levy. She wears many hats. And I didn't know if maybe it was, uh, you know, something else. But she wanted to get the word out that, uh, while not official, it looks like. And again, if it's coming coming down this way, folks, read it. Read read between the lines. Mail-in voting. Only way you're going to be able to vote by mail. We're going to trust the post office. <laughs> We're going to trust the post office with uh, you know, with everything going on in November. So the local candidates. If I you know I've ran a couple of times, uh, unsuccessful, unsuccessful, but a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I encourage anybody that's even thinking about it to do it. But if I uh, boy, if I was in the election in March and had made it into the uh, runoff in November and now was looking at all VBM, vote by mail, that would change strategies, I think, a lot. A lot. You're going to see candidates beating on your door now, trying to hit you with the social media, rah, rah, rah. Uh, I think it's going to make campaign signs, you know, the uh, who has the most signed contest, pretty irrelevant. Um, I, I don't know. This is really wild. And, of course, all of the concerns with security... Ballot harvesting, registration, because as you know, as you know, you can register on the day of the election. 
So you can go here, you can go there. I forgot. My ballot was mutilated. I mutilated it. You know, I put a stamp on it accidentally. I don't know. I'm not saying that it happens a lot. Does it? Anyway, uh, this is really going to be wild. And one of the one of the issues in the last election, and you know, just thank goodness, thank the the good Lord that we did have the elections when we did in March. As you know, this was the first year that California went to the. Uh, you know, we wanted to be a leader as we as we always uh, used to be, but we're still trying to lead in some fashion. I don't. That's the progressive way, and so we wanted to have a. Uh, I don't know a. Uh, he wanted to be a player. You know, I wanted to be a player there in the electoral college that uh, the libs want to get rid of because, you know, it's unfair. So to make it more fair, we're going to vote earlier. And uh, thank goodness we did on March 3rd because, uh, you know, March 10th, 12th, what was it? week later, week and a half later was the uh, shelter in place, stay home. People are dropping like flies in other countries. And uh, you need to, you know, we got to be worried about this thing. Turns out... Looks like it had been in California, you know, maybe even since last year. I don't know. Some really interesting autopsy results, test results coming back. But anyway, we get back to voting. So March 3rd, you know, uh, we wanted to be a player. We wanted to get Bernie over the hump, even though, <laughs> even though by then his campaign, even, even though we wanted to be early voting, his campaign was DOA. It was, it was bad. It was uh, not well. And Biden, ha, huh, huh, huh. Oh, my word. Joe Biden. That's all you guys got? Really? Wow. Wow. Anyway, so March 3rd, uh, we had the election. Uh, the burners, you know, they got to uh, give their two cents, this sort of thing. And, uh, you know, we have the runoff. We know where things are going to shake out. Adam Gray. I still haven't heard who his competitor is. There were some write-ins, you know, with this jungle primary. So it's even going to be, not uh, to play some Guns and Roses right now, it's going to be even more in the jungle with mail-in voting. You talk about harvesters. I imagine there's people down there over at Heston right now buying some uh, combines because there is going to be ballot harvesting, my friends. You're going to see probably 80, 90% turnout. Oh, this is going to go on. This, voting for weeks. Forget about election day. We've got election season. This is like when they open up the wild boar up there in the hills. Oh, you think they stop fishing? You think you can't go to the lake and do a little fishing? Oh, there's lot. There's going to be lots of fishing to do. Lots of hooks out in the water out there in the electoral pool. Oh yeah, this is going to be really wild. And I, I, I tell you what, I poor Barb Levy. She's going to have to technology upgrades, Wi-Fi, five G, four G. Look at the school districts. You talk about caught flat-footed, flatter than old Ronald McDonald or Big Bird. I mean, flat-footed on this roll-out-of-the-glass classroom, the 4G, 5G. We give them 10G per kid. 10G, $10,000. That's what they wanted. And we, don't, we, can't even get them, uh, we can't even get them internet. Can't even get them internet. You know, we're going to park buses in the neighborhood. I mean, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So anyway, in the election department... Uh, luckily, they have been ahead of the curve. They did see this coming up, and uh, Barb has tried some of these voting, uh, excuse me, uh, Ms. Le- Mrs. Levy has tried some of these uh, voting centers in the last couple of three elections, you know, where you have the ability to go register, you know, the one-stop shopping. They're going to have to have more. They're going to have to have more staff. But uh, on election day, the staff didn't show up. Now, again, this election being an early one, it was different. A lot of people didn't even realize it was happening. And the COVID thing was just, you know, starting to kind of peek out of the uh, out of the covers there. And 
folks were getting a little nervous. And I think a lot of that, quite frankly, uh, was the uh, fear of, of uh, you know, contracting this thing or being around large groups as you would be in a polling place. So I had almost 100 poll workers that didn't show up. So when we go by mail-in voting, uh, the real uh, folks that are going to be getting the votes in are the mail carriers and those that are out there harvesting like mad. Because you're going to be able to, even though it's called mail-in voting, you'll be able to drop off ballots, you know, stuff the uh, ballot box down there, the uh, the old post office, whatever they use down there, the drop box there at the county building, these different uh, centers. And then uh, I guess there's going to be, you know, four days of voting. Uh, Mrs. Levy was talking about uh, getting uh, secure sites where they could store the votes until they're, you know, all tabulated uh, for, a, for a period of time. I remember in the to share a Costa election a few years ago. There was a you know bag of votes they forgot for a couple of days and finally found that to put Jimmy ahead of uh, what appeared to be Johnny Teixeira's win for the congressional district. So again, big, big news. I mean, that's huge to me uh, coming out of Merced County elections. Vote by mail, potentially. Again, not official, but we can see it go down. It's happened in counties uh, to the north and south of, south of us. Fresno County, uh, last election, one of 16 to roll out the uh, VBM vote-by-mail only, countywide. I remember uh, talking about this on the air a couple of weeks uh, before the election, maybe a month. I forget when they put out the vote-by-mail ballots. Of course, here in Merced County, you remember, they had the, uh, what was it? They had the ballot out and no pamphlet. <laughs> you didn't, you know, and it was a printer error. It's not like, you know, they're handwriting everything over there like monks in a monastery. So they rely on the printer and and uh, the guy screwed up, didn't get him out in time. So hopefully this time you're going to get your ballot and the information. Of course, there's some people they know how you should vote, and that's where the harvesting comes in. And you really want to be an informed voter. You want to hang on to that thing. And, as you know, it's free postage. But the, the amount of money that that ballot represents, as we saw in the last election, the tax measure, Measure J, uh, Measure O, you're going to have more tax measures on the uh, November ballot. Uh, you're going to have a, uh, another attack on Proposition 13 on the commercial real estate uh, sector. Uh, all of those investment type of properties. We're also going to have a sales tax measure, Measure C, here in the city of Merced, that may be uh, an extension in, I uh, imagine, perpetuity. That's the new word with these tax measures. There's no sunset. The sun never sets on the British Empire or these tax measures. And, of course, Atwater uh, has to refloat the, uh, the uh, O. Uh-oh, they got to refloat it, and uh, they, they that got shot down at 1%. They were trying to go from a half to one, and now we're going to go, uh, I don't know to what. Again, lack of tax revenue really going to start showing up three, four quarters from now. It's not going to be immediate because we're still riding that wave. You know how it is. You got the money in savings. It's being depleted. Suddenly, uh, nothing's coming in because you didn't work the last two months. That's when it's going to get dicey around here. Talk about layoffs. Uh, freezing, uh, going back to four-day weeks, those type of things could be on the horizon. So, again, very, very interesting. The election's coming up, going to have a lot of consequences. There's going to be a lot of issues on the ballot. Uh, I read to you about the workers' comp uh, proposal by Governor Newsom to uh, pass those costs along, as you will. And yet we still see things out there where we're giving folks that have uh, come into the country not through the right channels, illegal immigration, uh, five, six hundred dollars, thousand dollars, depending if you have a family. I don't get that. I don't understand where this money is supposed to come from. You know, I get the whole point of, uh, you know, the uh, the argument. Well, you know, they contribute, they pay taxes. Yeah, well, so do I. And and everybody uh, that uh, is taxed in some form or fashion, whether you buy a soda or you you really have a, a real social security number, there's a right way to do things and a wrong way. 
And I think rewarding uh, people for illegal behavior is, is wrong. I don't think that uh, those benefits should be extended. I know it's tough. I know it's a harsh uh, attitude, and we see this uh, throughout uh, a lot of uh, these uh, groups that are coming up before the boards and commissions about you know rent forgiveness, uh, moratoriums, don't evict me, you can't throw me out. We saw in the last, uh, well, it's already in place where you can't raise the rent more than a certain percentage. There was a lot of uh, movement before that passed to, to raise rents, kick people out. So there's always a reaction to these laws, and they really don't have the uh, desired effect. Uh, kind of interesting here, I got a news release from the Merced Community College District. They've been selected to participate in a pilot project through a partnership with the California Department of Social Services, the Foundation for California Community Colleges, and the Community College's Chancellor's Office to provide free immigration legal services to students. The UFW Foundation, United Farm Workers, has partnered with Merced College to provide immigration legal services starting in May next month through October of 2021, which is a year and a half. So an 18-month program funded by, uh, let's see, California Department, well, I guess that's us, taxpayers. And again, to get uh, citizenship the right way, the, uh, the proper way to come through the front door, uh, not down the chimney, not to uh, you know come through a sidewall there. That that is the way it should be done. And if this helps in that situation, then uh, you know maybe that's a good thing. But again, we're being asked to pay for these things through our tax dollars is an assault over and over and over. And when's enough gonna be enough? I just I just I just don't see uh, I just don't see a way out of this where we can just continuing uh, continue to put the fees and charges on the backs of the property owners the taxpayers, and the business owners. Uh, we see the business owners suffering tremendously now. The mayor at his uh, last city council meeting, at the last city council meeting, rather, the mayor rolled out this economic stimulus plan, which he talked a little bit about in the 8 o'clock hour. We had him on as a guest. Hopefully you heard that interview. If not, you can go back on to 1480kyos.com, go to the Citizen Watch banner, punch in episodes, and there they all are. 80, I don't know, we're up to 86 or some this week. But the point being is the mayor's stimulus plan met with a lot of derision. And I imagine this is because he's on his way out at the end of the year and people want to position and jockey with their own ideas. And, and uh, you know, I kind of get that a little bit, but now's not the time to quibble. Now's not the time to dilly-dally. Really need to move sooner than later. Serato, Matt Serato made a comment, you know, we need to move quickly, but we don't want to go too fast. And, you know, I get it, the caution, but... Let's not have the good be the enemy of the great. You know, this program, giving 50 bucks to every household, uh, 25,000 households, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's an idea. Get some money out there, tries to help out. It's not going to be the panacea, the end all, but people are looking for a little help. And we're doing all of these things, you know, the, the immigration services over at the college, you know, blah, 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 this, the free meals, the free that. Not saying it's not needed, but we really do need to look at our business community, our business owners. The backbone of America is small businesses. You know, I have a, a small electrical contracting business. And uh, again, you know, it's, it's done well, but there's times it's tough. Now's a tough time. And I don't see a lot of handouts coming. Uh, things like this, this uh, economic stimulus. I guess there's about 5,400 of us here in town, small business owners. And, you know, the, the coupon, the script, whatever they're going to, this, this certificate can be used at any of those. Some it's going to be more conducive to than others. There was talk on the council, you know, well, you know, what if they go to Costco and Walmart? You know, why are we supporting these, you know, large corporations? And Delray Shelton, Councilman Shelton, you know, correctly said, look, if they want to go, if they want to go to Save Mart or Costco or 
smart and final and buy you know chicken at 89 cents a pound let them do it you know it's not for us to tell them and this is where the oh this is what we should do and that's what we should do i just think you if you're going to give the money away you give it out there you let the people decide how they want to spend it where they want to spend it and it can be spent anywhere at any business no restrictions which again i was really uh, kind of surprised but again you can't uh, you can't put too many restrictions on it to be fair alcohol uh, tobacco, marijuana, you can use it at the, the pot shops, whatever you want to do, as long as they're a legal business. We haven't talked about rent on the show with the mayor. He goes, you know, technically, if you have, uh, I don't know how many units it is, and you're renting them, you should have a <laughs> should have a business license. And uh, so many people don't in this community that, uh, well, anyway, it's one of those deals where that could be used if you had a landlord that was, uh, you know, playing by the rules there and uh, could take those vouchers as part of the rent. So, you know, 50 bucks is 50 bucks. Anyway, it's one of those things that some of the uh, other council members, you know, they wanted to, you know, actually pay people's rent, which, again, I don't think we got that kind of juice. We don't have that kind of money. And should we be stepping in? Because then you're kind of picking winners and losers. And what about the people that are paying their rent? It was like the mortgage crisis. I saw a lot of uh, folks down in Southern California, you know, houses were, Three, four, half a million dollars, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. The equity kept going up, up, up. People bought, thinking it would never end. When it did and fell, they were upside down. They couldn't pay their mortgage. They walked away. They walked away. We saw that here in Merced, the crash, the uh, the end of the boom, and uh, it was really irresponsible behavior. And the people that were paying their mortgages and that kept the payments up, even at those inflated. Uh, prices they bought at because they didn't want to lose everything, lose their credit. You know, they really suffered. And we, we, we see that now, you know, people that are paying the rent, paying their utility bills, even though they may not have the income they did, just because they don't want to get behind because they're, here's a word you don't hear a lot, responsible. You know, they plan, they, they live their life in a fairly conservative manner, don't expend more than they take in, as government seems to do so many times. And when they do, they just go to the people with more money. The property owners, the business owners, the people that pay fees and taxes, insurance, that sort of thing, and it has to it has to stop at some point because it's being it's becoming uh, you know unsustainable, which is a great word people like to use. It's sustainable, you know. Well, it's not like a solar panel; you just don't generate money out of thin air. People's efforts and the efforts in the last forty five days, two three months, has has really been curtailed, and we have trillions of dollars that we have to backfill to fill in through revenue that we've lost and that's going to take people's efforts so sitting at home isn't going to do it so a couple of bucks now to for people to go out spend in the community and again has to be used uh this hasn't been finalized three four weeks pretty short time frame i think it's a good idea somebody else floated uh one of the other council members hey let's get businesses loans like hundred thousand bucks two hundred thousand well <laughs> and we have a million to play with so they have a pretty big pot they only want to use about half of that about five hundred thousand but the point being, you're picking winners and losers. And if you invest in a business, which I'm not saying is a bad idea. We see this in economic development all the time. We give breaks, tax breaks, you know, put in some services for folks. Look what we did for UC Merced. So we ran a whole sewer line out there. So it's one of those deals where you do do things to spur economic development. But I don't think uh, at this time, this is what we're, we're just trying to keep, uh, keep what uh, little semblance of an economy we have going one of the other plans, oh gosh, what was some of the other plans? Uh, paying the rent, giving businesses loans. Uh, anyway, there was there was some other plans. But I think just, you know, if we're going to do it, we need to do it soon. Hopefully something will come out May 4th, which will be the first council meeting in May. Going to be a lot, of, a lot of issues on that agenda. Again, the folks coming up about the rent, 
uh, moratorium, eviction, not rent moratorium, but eviction uh, moratorium, excuse me, where you can't uh, kick people out. Uh, also forgiveness, not forgiveness, but uh, delay of rent, a uh, little, little delay there. One of the other things they talked about at the city council meeting, Joey Chavez, director of Parks and Recreation, uh, they've been looking at the park fee schedule. It hasn't been revised since uh, 2008, which is just amazing when we look at some of these fees and, and things. And I, I don't see how we overlook some. But again, Joey's been in the job, uh, I think, uh, a little over a year, a little less than a year, right, right around a year. And I know that was one of the first things he got into. And, uh, you know, it takes a long time to prepare the report. you got to do uh, comparative uh, studies on surrounding municipalities, see what they're charging for softball, basketball, these type of programs that we have. And again, the fees are going up very modestly, very, very modestly. Now, they decided to postpone this decision until 2021 because, uh, well, really, there's probably not going to be much happening this summer as far as recreation programs with park and re- Parks and Recreation. As far as renting facilities, that's mm, it's kind of on the bubble right now. I don't know when they may start that, you know, the shelters that uh, people rent for picnics and family reunions and things, which is, according to Joey, just one of our, you know, pretty steady eddy uh, revenue producer as far as people renting those year after year, sometimes in a year in advance, they're booked up. So yeah, marginal increases, you know, from 60 to or 50 to 60 bucks just to cover the cost. Like I say, the fees haven't gone up since 2008. As you know, uh, the minimum wage has gone up quite a bit since then. Joey gave a little comparison, talked about the end of this year. Next year, it's going to be you know close to 15. So we need to keep up with those costs. But again, they're they're going to be put off. A couple of interesting things: you can now uh, rent the council chambers up there. That was an issue in a grand jury report a while ago. You know, somebody you know just had heartburn over somebody having a you know a Boy Scout event or something. I don't know something really petty. That somebody made an issue about that really had no business making an issue about it. But again, little house cleaning issue. Now you can rent the council chambers up there if you so desire. Go up there, sit on the dais, pretend you're uh, you're running a meeting or something like that. Anyway, that's a, a new change. The other thing that was interesting in Joey's presentation, Mr. Chavez's presentation, was the voucher program. The city has a voucher program for youth that uh, you know can't afford some of these programs. Soccer, basketball, whatever, you know, after school programs they run at the different organization, boys and girls clubs, those types of things. $3,000 budget. And before uh, he could even really uh, talk too much about it, one of the council, hey, can we, you know, one of the council members, hey, we, we need to raise that. You know, we, we need to double that, triple that. And I agree. But here's the dirty little secret it's not being used. Last year, only $200 was given out of 3000 Now, my MCOE math lets me to believe that there was at least $2,000 left over. So, that's a lot of uh, you know money unused, and when we talk about you know giving away money and, and this and that, I, I think that uh, the youth who uh, you know really you know they're under eighteen, they need to they need help from the parents or caregivers or uh, whatever to uh, take advantage of these. So again, it needs to be publicized much much more than it is. And if folks don't know, they have uh, ways down there. Once we start parks and recreation again, we'll be able to. Uh, you know, maybe maybe uh, get more people to take advantage of that because I think it's a really good thing. And you know, again, we we've had all these youth programs. There's so much uh, pressure uh, to try to uh, have more youth programs, and here we have, you know, money sitting there unused. So that was a really interesting presentation. But again, the money's still there. The fees aren't going up until next year. So I would encourage people uh, once those programs do start, maybe to to look at that. And I agree, the budget should go up. You know, if we run out of the three thousand, let's uh, let's put some money in there. 
because that's a good thing, you know, that with that idle hands, the devil's workshop type of thing. I know, uh, <laughs> trust me, you need activities. You need activities. Keep them occupied. Well, folks, I appreciate you sticking with us uh, through the bonus half hour. Kind of rattled on here for a half hour and kind of like we normally do. We'll try to bring some new guests. So thankful that Mike Murphy came in this week. Talk to us a little bit. Always look forward to him coming in and other people that you want to. Give me a call. But we're out of time for this segment of Citizen Watch. My name's Casey Steed, the voice of your valley on Merced's News Talk, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOS. We'll see you next week. We don't need nobody. I just need your body. Nothing but sheets in between us. Ain't no getting off early. I know you're always on the night shift.